Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Welcome to episode number 87, which is a foodie Friday where I talk about eating healthy, eating the right way for your body on a budget, and I look forward to today's show. I really think there's some good information in here for everybody who is budget conscious and who wants to eat better, eat healthier, and fuel their body the proper way. Today's show brought to you by you guys, the listeners. Thank you for all the support, the reviews, the subscriptions, social media shares, and just telling your friends about Triple F Podcast all makes a difference in spreading the word and helping our audience grow. Thank you for that, and thank you for being the biggest fans out there. Uh, I'm going to get down to today's show. It is late on this Friday, so I want to get started on this episode. Let's get down to it. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's going on, fitness, food, and freedom listeners? I'm Jordan Stoltz, your host, coming to you late on Friday, but that does mean it's Foodie Friday. Foodie Friday. Got a big weekend this weekend, going back to Nebraska as of this last couple days. We're back in the state of Nebraska, and the solar eclipse coming to the states here, and uh, we're right in line with it in Lincoln, Nebraska, so uh Went out and got groceries today, and the grocery store was packed. People celebrating this rare occurrence, right? They're getting all of these different ingredients for making things, picnic food, whatever they plan on doing while the sun is blocked. And I, it kind of got me thinking about what I wanted to today's show is on. The episode's coming up late because of the some internet issues I had um, coming back to the apartment here. And, you know, I wanted to come up with something pretty valuable for you guys, especially as, you know, summer is more on the ending side. It's not over, but it's more on the ending side. And I wanted to get something useful for you, something you can really start implementing into this big weekend, whether it's the eclipse, whether you have family, whether you're starting school next week, whatever your situation is, I want to give you some good information. That's why I'm doing today's episode of Foodie Friday on uh, eating healthy on a budget or basically eating properly with a proper budget right? You're eating healthy for your body and healthy for your wallet. So I want to talk about a few things. I have five different tips that I want to go over and explain why they're so powerful for helping your budget, but still eating healthy. First, you know, I wanted to find what does that mean to me to eat healthy? Well, if you remember back in my episode where I talked about the new food pyramid, if you haven't heard that episode, you got to go back and listen to it because I really talk about some really big principles that I talk about a lot on this show and that really you need to know for nutrition. Uh, it's about what matters in our nutritional journeys in our diets. So basically we got at the bottom of the pyramid, um, something like calories, right? The amount of food you take in, that's the most important thing. You can take in way too much quote unquote healthy food and it's still going to cause problems or, you know, too little junk food. You're not going to be healthy, but you can gain and lose weight. And that's why that's the base of the pyramid. As you move up, it goes food choice. So actually choosing healthy whole foods, and it's going to go macronutrient breakdown, getting your protein, getting your carbs, your fats, your fiber, all in the right quantities. You're going to micronutrients. You're going 
to supplements at the very top. There's a lot of things in this pyramid, and I want you to listen to that episode first if you haven't yet. But that's what I'm really taking into account when I talk about eating healthy on a budget. How can you cover all of those aspects of the pyramid, the micronutrients, the calories, the macronutrients, the uh, maybe it's the food choice, getting some healthy food. How can you do all that while staying budget conscious? It's kind of a thing that is really growing right now, right? If the trend is really exploding about this organic, healthy, kind of unique health food, it's Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, organic natural grocers. These different places are exploding in popularity and really growing so much so that a tech company like Amazon bought Whole Foods. And this is just because this market is exploding right now. And that's for a lot of different reasons, but there are ways kind of around it. You don't have to go spend $300 at Whole Foods for a week of food. You can save your budget while you're eating good healthy food that's something that's on my mind lately seeing all these people at the store growing grocery shopping with my wife keeping on our budget but trying to get to our right numbers that we have it every single day and eating you know pretty healthy foods or at least trying to so number one tip number one on eating healthy on a budget is to buy in bulk. This is a big key for us, and I think this is something that could really help you. You probably know of this already. This is a very common tip, but buying in bulk really will help your budget out a lot in the long run. It might seem like a lot to go drop, you know, a couple hundred bucks at Sam's Club to stock up on stuff or Costco, but it is going to be a big difference maker to actually buy things in bulk and go through the process of kind of stocking up food that way. If you go and buy individual things, you know, every week, um, or maybe you just shop at your normal grocery store, uh, you're actually kind of losing out on some financial benefits you could get from buying in bulk at stores like Sam's or Costco. And my favorite things to buy in bulk, I guess, would be things like coffee, chicken, um, I would say anything that doesn't really go bad, like canned food, um, possibly rice beans these big bags of things are great you can get a really good deal like per pound or per ounce of meat and um on like non-perishables those are some great things to get in bulk and that's really going to help you i always say maybe go to two places so sam's club and walmart right next to each other it makes for a convenient grocery shopping trip hit sam's club get everything you can in bulk and then get walmart and your grocery list your grocery budget might be bigger that month or that week because you're spending all that stuff on the bulk food but all the future ones will be way lower because you're going to have that food already right you're going to have all that bulk items number two is to only go organic on like thin skin fruits and vegetables there's a list if you just search for best foods to buy organic on google that's a good search to do that'll kind of point out some of the ones that are best organic in my opinion it's not really worth it to get organic i don't really get organic fruits or vegetables Uh, i don't think it's necessary and i think if you are wanting to go organic but not all the way maybe then just get them on the thin skins the fruits uh with thin skins things like uh peaches, um, things like that. And things like bananas, avocados, those have thicker skins, right? Apples have thin skins. Kind of look at that thickness of the skin in your fruit or your veggie and know how much maybe quote unquote shield there is over the actual fruit you're eating. Um, Otherwise, 
you could choose not to go organic at all. You're going to save a lot of money that way and maybe be able to benefit by eating more micronutrients, right? Because if you think of it this way, are you going to buy organic? Are you going to buy as many vegetables organic because they're so expensive? Or would you eat more vegetables if they maybe weren't organic? I think the effects of the things that make it not organic are so low and the benefits of organic food over the non-organic food isn't that high. So I would go with the non-organic and increase the vegetable intake. That's really going to help your health overall and it's really going to help your budget by not dropping a ton of money on each organic thing. There's also places you can go where you buy like the vegetables that look weird. Look up this on the internet as well. There's places where you can actually have those shipped to you and that's a pretty good deal as well to get like the weird looking cauliflower, the weird looking celery, that's not straight stocks. That's a good way to get a lot of vegetables for pretty cheap. Number three is to make food homemade. Okay, and this one, it's kind of about something specific that was in my mind for today. And that was because we're looking at refried beans in the can, right? And, you know, kind of gross, but you can kind of doctor them up, right? They're not that bad. And we were looking and we were kind of comparing dry beans to these canned refried beans. You know, the the canned beans end up being actually quite a bit more expensive than you just make your own beans, smash them up yourself, and your own beans will taste way better, right? They're not kind of gross. They're amazing. So I'd say make as much as you can homemade. If you're used to buying pizza crusts, maybe learn how to make a pizza crust so you don't have to do that. If you're used to buying like quick oatmeal, maybe get just oats and learn how to make your own. If you're used to buying breaded chicken, like from Tyson or something, maybe just get the chicken and then learn to do it yourself. That's really going to save a lot of money because you are just kind of taking out the middleman, right? Of those steps as far as breading something, cooking something, or packaging something. You're just buying the straight up ingredients and you're making it yourself. Number four is to cook, not eat out. This one should be obvious, especially after my last point, number three, about making food homemade. But a lot of people, especially in the fitness world, will go out to eat all the time, right? I get it. A lot of people don't like to cook. I get it. A lot of people can't cook. But I would say if you want to save your budget and you want to eat a little healthier and be more conscious of what you're eating, then I would suggest that you cook more and you eat out less. And that's one simple change that I give personal training clients a lot just for nutrition tips is that you're not always aware of the calorie content in things when you go out. You're not always aware of the little extras that you don't think matter like the butter on those Olive Garden breadsticks or the salad dressing they mix with their salad or maybe it's the... It's the ranch you're dipping your sweet potato fries in, right? It's just these little things that are going to add up to a lot at the end of the day. Maybe it's the drinks you're having. Maybe it's the oil they're using. All these different things are accounting up to numbers that you're not tracking and that you're not really aware you're intaking. So if you cook, you can kind of, you know, you can monitor what everything has in it. It's way easier to track. It's way easier to stay accurate. So that's why it is healthier to cook and not eat out, right? I get it. Sometimes the convenience though is there to eat out, but I would suggest trying to batch prepare things uh, as you cook. So making things up ahead of time or at least making a meal plan for your week. So you know what you're going to have. And then, you know, when you eat out, you're going to spend a lot more money. You're going to drop 
say at Chipotle, you're going to spend eight bucks for a burrito bowl. That's going to have a little bit of chicken, maybe three ounces, then a bunch of rice and beans. You can make the rice and beans for pennies on the dollar at home and then just make up some chicken, throw on some lettuce. You have a burrito bowl with some salsa, right? And that's, it's just a simple example, but it just kind of shows how cooking at home, you're going to be able to track your food better, more accurately, and you're going to be able to choose what ingredients go into it and you're going to save a lot of money in the long run so that's why i recommend at least learning to cook a little bit there's a lot of easy recipes out there everyone can make rice in a rice cooker everyone can learn to make beans in a crock pot everyone can throw chicken in a crock pot and pour some liquids over it and have nice chicken so i recommend at least learning to learning to cook a few things and learning to cook these things really well so you crave them so you're not tempted to go out and then make that meal plan so you know what you're going to have these are some really big keys that my wife and me have been doing for this year at least starting out and then last year as well was making a meal plan that's a game changer as far as writing down what you're going to eat for every meal that week and then being prepared and batch preparing things ahead of time just in case you know you're going to be busy Sometimes something comes up, and when that time comes, that's when you hit up the leftovers, right? But if you're in more control of what you're eating, you'll be more in control of how your numbers end up at the end of the day, how many calories you've taken in, if your protein, carbs, and fat are on point, and then also the food choices. So you're not tempted to get that burger when you really should get something a little more health-conscious with more micronutrients. Uh, That's just one of my tips. That's tip number four, cook, not eat out. Two reviews so far we have buy things in bulk. Go organic only on the thin skins or not at all. Uh, Make food homemade that you could pre-buy, like buy pre-made. And then to cook and not eat out. Those are my four. Let's hit number five. Number five is kind of a unique one because this is maybe something that uh, you might think is the opposite, right? You might think the opposite is true. And that's to supplement. And what I mean by supplement is to hit up the useful supplements and take the supplement version instead of the food version of this. Now, this isn't optimal for health per se, but I wanted to touch on it because it's going to help you eat healthy in the long run. It's going to help you get in the right habits, and it's going to help your budget, and I'm going to show you why. Protein powder is a good example for this. It's a good example and something I can break down easily. So you're going to have, say, a big tub of protein, 70-serving tub, um, that's, you know, 70 servings of protein, quote unquote, that's about the same as like four ounce chicken. And it's going to cost, it's going to cost, it's going to cost more than the chicken at first, but it's going to be about half as much per serving of protein as the chicken. And that's just an easy example about how like protein powder will actually save you money. Yes, you might drop 50 bucks for the big tub, but that's going to be 70 servings. You could get 50 bucks of chicken and it's going to last you maybe 20 servings, right? Maybe a little more than that. And this is just one example. Another example would be um, like taking a multivitamin or taking specific vitamins you're deficient in instead of trying to get that from whole foods. Now for health, I do recommend the whole food approach. And that's something I wanted to touch on too, is that I recommend whole nutritious foods. I think food choice is second on the food pyramid, the new food pyramid. Um, 
that needs to be very important in your diet, right? You need to be conscious of the things you're eating. You can be conscious where they come from. Are they whole foods? Are they processed? Are they man-made? Are they supplements? Always choose the most original whole food, right? If you could pull out of the dirt right yourself, that's the best option. However, sometimes that's not possible, right? It's not fair to think that everyone can eat that way all the time. And sometimes you just need that protein. And if you're struggling with your budget, if you're struggling cutting out money from your grocery bill, just throwing in a protein shake in your day is going to make a big difference. If you can get in 40 grams of protein right away in the morning, you might only have 60 or 100 grams left instead of that uh, another 40. 40, 50 grams of protein is going to be like two chicken breasts. You're saving yourself every day by intaking that powder. So you're really saving yourself money. You're still hitting your macronutrients, which is really important. You're still going to hit your calories and just your food choice is maybe suffering a little bit. This is a temporary thing you can do. It's going to help you get at least the right macros and the right uh, the right calories if you're really struggling hitting the right amount of protein. That's all it's going to do for you, right? The supplements aren't going to magically fix anything. They're not going to magically give you a ton of energy most of the time, and they're not going to build you a ton of muscle if you start taking protein. However, they will help you get those grams in when you might not have been before, and that's what they're going to do well and affordably. Foodie Friday. Thank you, everybody, for joining me for another episode of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. That was episode number 87, five tips for eating healthy on a budget. I hope you guys enjoyed it and you got some actual tips you can take with you to the grocery store and you can take with you to that bulk food place. Thank you for joining me and thank you for the reviews, the subscriptions, and checking out triplefpodcast.com. I look forward to hearing questions from you guys at triplefpodcast.com slash contact and reading your reviews on iTunes. Thanks for joining me. I'm Jordan Stoltz, hoping you guys have a great weekend, and I'll see you guys on Monday. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on fitness, food, and freedom.